about a year ago, I began to start having the thoughts of starting my own podcast, but I was very, very confused on how to start, where to start from, the equipment to get, and so much more, until I met a very good friend of mine, Rodney, who introduced me to Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to start a podcast. It is the only app that allows you to record high-quality audio, and it's also an app which enables you to edit the audio using that same app. When you click on the publish button, it helps you to publish and distribute it to all podcasting platform. You will not regret it. Ever since I started using Anchor, everything has been so much easier for me. So what are you waiting for? Hurry up now. Just go to www.anchor.fm and thank me later. Hello guys, welcome to the first episode of Yana and I'm your host Khadija. I am super excited to be doing this. This is my first episode and this means a lot to me. So before we dive into what I have for you today, I want you to know what we'll be talking about. So firstly, we'll be talking about mental health in general. We'll be talking about why mental health is important. We will also talk about the types of mental health. We'll talk about the signs of mental illnesses and then we will talk about the causes of poor mental health. So before I start by explaining what mental health is, I want you to know me better and to understand my reasons for starting this podcast. As a child, while growing up, I have been through a lot of traumatic experiences that has one way or the other made me into the person I am today. And I'm very, very grateful for all that I have been through because at the end of the day, it is what has made me into the woman that I am right now. And I will tell you, if I'm to describe myself in one word, I would say I am a strong person and I'm a warrior. As a child, I grew up in a broken home, of course, and for those who don't know some details about me, in this episode, I'll be talking about so many things. So, while growing up in a broken home, I was really a sad child, and on several occasions, I blamed myself for a lot of things. My mom, in particular, was constantly reminding me of how... I made everything even worse. In her own defense, she was actually convinced that I was the reason why a lot of things were happening in our family at that time. And it's something that till date, I still don't understand why she blamed me. I sometimes tell myself that maybe it's her own unique way of dealing with whatever it is she was dealing with at that time. I just wish she had a better way of expressing herself i wish she knew the right words to say i wish she actually did not make me feel uh bad about anything and for years i have struggled with myself my identity i would say i've been at some point i had low self-esteem and while talking about this right now i know i'm going to be emotional at some point because this is very personal so she was really trying to make us into the best versions of ourselves but she didn't know how to do it because her herself was broken so how do you expect someone who is broken 
to actually mold something that will not be broken in one way or the other in my own opinion i mean so she was trying all her best to make sure that we wouldn't end up like her we wouldn't make the mistakes she made in life which of course i really really appreciate but what i don't understand till date is why i was constantly the main person to suffer it the most on two occasions i actually considered killing myself there were days where i would journal it down because i had like several diaries in my room and i would journal it down i'll be like why does my mom hate me why doesn't she see me for who i am and all those stuff so having myself in that environment where i was constantly told of how much i brought pain to my family was one of the reasons why i was depressed for a long time and to be honest i didn't even know i was depressed until i started finding ways to make myself feel better about myself i lost my confidence as a woman as a child i i really did not have friends and any friend i had at that time i one way or the other left the person like it was it was something that made me struggle with even relating with people as a human being like i found it very difficult to associate myself with people it was hard although like a lot of people who know me would say but you were doing perfectly okay but you were fine there are times where i would laugh i would crack jokes like people who know me closely would tell you that like i'm one of the best human beings to be around because i can be super super jovial super super social at the same time but i was dealing with my own pains in a very different and unique way i was able to deal with it for a long period of time until i reached the wall like i was being pushed to the wall to the point that i finally reached the wall and i was losing my mind i had to go get myself a poison like on two occasions i nearly killed myself so the first instance was when i was in university i i was living off campus at some point i had to leave uh the school premises because i felt too clustered around people that i felt they were not ready to understand me and i felt it wasn't my crowd it wasn't an environment for me to want to be around i just needed my alone time so i had to get an apartment outside school and i was living alone so on this fateful day i dressed up and i went to get a poison and for for any nigerian listening you know sniper yeah it's like the easiest fastest way to kill yourself in nigeria i don't know for for other countries but like any most of the people that you hear committed suicide in nigeria drunk sniper or something worse than sniper but i can't even think of something worse than sniper right now because sniper is the fastest way anyone can kill himself or herself but this is not me advertising sniper i am just saying that when i was that young i actually thought of a quicker way to kill myself and no one has to 
go through what I went through and it was just a horrible phase in my life that I am happy I did not give in to that force that was trying to like draw me into the idea of killing myself in the first place. So when I bought the sniper, I went to my room. So my room is like very, very spacious and I had like a mat, a center mat carpet in the middle of my room. So I rolled it up and I sat down and I was just looking at this poison and I held it and I kept on looking at it for over 10 minutes. I am not joking, like I'm being serious right now. So I looked at the bottle and I froze for some time and I was asking myself a few questions. I can remember vividly, I asked myself, is this something you really, really want to do? Is it something that you can't handle? Is this something that you, if you end up taking your life, it will stop? Will it stop? That was what I asked myself. And for some reason at that point, I was holding on to life, even when life did not give me a chance. Even when I felt I was alone, I was still holding on to something. And I think one of the reasons why I didn't give up at that time was because I felt extremely loved by a guy that I was dating at that time. And he's, like, to be honest, he's one of the most amazing guys I've ever met in this life. He is down to earth and he was always, always, always listening to me. Whenever I want to talk, he was always there. If I want to cry, he had like a box of tissue always ready for me to like cry out how I felt about anything. Like he was just the perfect shoulder to cry and lean on. So I'm not going to call names, but he was actually a very good friend. Until date, we still talk, but we have actually accepted a few things as individuals. And in a conversation I had with him last month, when I told him I was going to start my podcast, he told me how proud he was to have known me at my worst and to also know how I have developed over the years. And he told me how proud he was and how glad he was that I went through what I went through because at the end of the day it has made me into a confident woman a a woman who knows what she wants and who knows how to get what she wants at the end of the day so it's just so amazing how I have transformed into a very confident and bold woman like that for sure is something that not everyone can do but it's attainable like anyone can do it you just have to fix your mind towards wanting to be a better version of yourself as an individual my point is we should not let what we've been through to determine who we end up later in the future because at the end of the day all those experiences we've been through are not meant to pull us down they're meant to actually prepare us for the best letter and all those experiences are supposed to mold us into a stronger version of ourselves and it's supposed to actually make us just be better than we are right now so if you're dealing with anything i'm not going to judge you no one here is supposed to judge anyone 
just hang in there. That's all I'm saying. Just hang in there. There's nothing that cannot be done. It's possible to to actually be better than you are right now. It's very, very possible. And I am a living testimony. I am a living proof that we shouldn't be judged by what we've been through. We shouldn't be discriminated or we shouldn't be pulled down because we've made certain mistakes in our lives or because we've been through a certain traumatic experience in life. No one has the right to make you feel less. No one has the right to belittle you. No one has the right to make you feel like you're not worth anything. Like no one has the right to pull down a human being ever. Like you don't have that right at all. So all those things that I went through as an individual were actually the things that contributed to me being a depressed person for some time. My depression actually escalated so much that I actually thought of killing myself the second time. In the second time, it was actually something that I wanted to do, which would have been a quick way to kill myself it was god i can't believe it like i can't believe that i was so so bent on killing myself and i think the reason was because i was in so much pain that i felt i couldn't take it anymore i felt like my world was just coming to an end like there was nothing to live for again like that was how i felt and it was really really hard to be honest it was really really hard till date when i remember a lot of things i actually still cry i still get emotional about it so the second time it was me trying to slit my my wrist and i actually bought a razor blade and i'm not a fan of razor blades but i got a pack of razor and i sat on my bed this time around it was on the bed not on the floor so i sat on my bed and i was thinking to myself i was like you could just slit your wrist and you just lie down peacefully on the bed and just die and that's that's practically all and then i played another scenario in my head i was like okay what if you die and that's all like how are you sure you don't have a greater purpose like how are you sure you're not even worth it to begin with how are you sure you're not going to be great is this how you want to leave the world without impacting without making the best out of it is this how you want to end up dying alone in your bed like i never pictured myself to die alone on my bed until i got depressed so the initial life i actually dreamt of was having a life where I would have kids, I would have grandchildren, and then I would die in the midst of family members and all of that. That was the kind of life I dreamt of, not the other way around. So I just had to be my own strength. I just had to be the one that would encourage myself as a person. Like I had to tell myself, look, what if this is a bad idea? What if you just need to chill and just let everything sort itself out? And... There were days where I would call 
my friends, those that are really close to me, trying to explain how I felt. And some will shut me out by saying, Khadija, you're blowing this out of proportion. Khadija, you're really meant to just do whatever she says because Islamically or based on our culture, you're supposed to do whatever it is your parents ask you to do or whatever it is they tell you to do. You just have to do it even if you don't want to do it, even if it's not the best for you, just do it. But because they have a clear intention, it will turn out to be very good for you. And these were things that I constantly heard from people. And all I wanted was for someone, at least one person, to tell me that, look, I am actually going through something similar. I actually can relate to this. But because people in the north, in the northern part of Nigeria, are being brought up in an environment where we're being told that showing you have a problem or showing that you're in pain means that you're weak so they're trying to say that if you express how you feel you're weak and if you express how you feel on certain issues you're actually trying to argue or trying to fight what generations consider normal so talking about mental health is really personal for me is really really personal and i can't think of anything in the world that I can do to actually impact in so many people's lives other than this. This is my own way of creating mental health awareness in Nigeria, in the North. I want a society, I want a Northern part of Nigeria where I will comfortably want to raise kids. I will comfortably want to have my kids around people without the fear of being judged for anything. Like, I just want an environment where it's conducive to talk about your mental health as it is totally okay to talk about physical health. The same way people walk into hospitals and complain about stomach pain or they're having headache or anything, any form of physical health problem. The same way we could actually walk into those hospitals and complain. I want it to be entirely possible for people to actually own up to what they are going through mentally and to actually seek for help and to actually say yes i actually am in a progress of recovery like i'm actually working towards recovering from or coping with this mental illness that i am dealing with so it's just to fight stigma and also to create awareness amongst people is for people to stop criticizing people this is for people to stop looking down on people, stigmatizing and all of that. And I noticed that there's no way we can create awareness if we don't talk about what mental health is as a concept. We have to first understand what mental health is. We have to know the types. We have to know the causes of poor mental health. We also have to know the symptoms of um, poor mental health or any mental illnesses. We just have to know all these things so that we'll be able to fight the stigma while we also create awareness in the process.
first and foremost i will just give you a definition of what mental health is so mental health is a condition with regards to an individual's psychological and emotional well-being and according to positive psychology mental health is an individual's ability to enjoy life and to create a balance between life activities and psychological resilience and i know a lot of people will be saying what's psychological resilience what's the meaning of that so psychological resilience is the ability of an individual to mentally or emotionally cope with crisis you know here in nigeria when people hear the word mental health they actually think it's just an individual running around naked or an individual just mad like you have to be insane for you to have a mental health problem which is really really sad that up till now we have that ideology of attributing mental health related issues to a mad person it's really unacceptable that at this time 21st century 2020 people still say that a mentally unstable person is actually a mad person and i think the reason why people don't really accept those with mental health issues is because they are not really aware of mental health as a concept they don't really know the meaning of mental health and they don't know how it could affect anyone i feel like the reason why people stigmatize others for having mental health issues is because people are not really aware of the meaning of mental health as a concept so that is why we need to lay more emphasis on the meaning of mental health so mental health again is the level of psychological well-being or an absence of mental illness mental health also refers to the cognitive behavioral and emotional well-being of any individual it is just basically how we think feel and behave mental health is just about striking a balance between your personal life and your crisis between everything between the society and you as an individual mental health is very very important like i don't know why people still joke about mental health i don't know why it's still a joke in nigeria i don't know why people don't take it seriously well i'm here to change the narrative i'm here to make people understand that anyone can go through anything mentally and no one deserves to be discriminated or be isolated for some reason so let's go back to the concept of mental health so after explaining what mental health is i will just list the types of mental illnesses we have firstly we have mood disorders we have anxiety disorders we have personality disorders we have psychotic disorders we have eating disorders and we also have trauma related disorders that's PTSD post traumatic stress disorder and then we lastly have substance abuse disorders for the signs of mental illnesses we have long lasting sadness or irritability the second sign is extreme high and low moods thirdly we have excessive fear worry or anxiety fourth we have social withdrawal that's where the individual doesn't want to be in the midst of people 
just having that alone time you don't want to interact with people so you're just having less human contact and more of yourself in a lonely place another sign is drastic changes in eating or sleeping habits for me i can relate to that because one of the things i still struggle with till date is sleeping like i find it very difficult to sleep till date there are days that i have to take something for me to sleep better and believe me when i take antidepressants i actually sleep better another sign of mental illness is inability to concentrate so the individual finds it very very difficult to concentrate it could be at work it could be in school for me like it was very difficult for me to study my depression was really serious that i did very bad in school my grades were very very low till date i don't know how i graduated from the university because i was doing so poorly like even when my dad heard about my results he told me that he knows for a fact that I'm a very intelligent person but he doesn't still understand why I did so bad in in university like I wasn't doing well and he hasn't really figured out why I was doing poorly in school because he hasn't really considered any mental illness to be the reason why I wouldn't do well in school I think what he'll be thinking right now is she's mentally stable like what else maybe she's following boyfriends maybe she has a lot of relationships maybe she's not a serious student maybe she doesn't attend classes I think that will be what he's thinking of right now but he doesn't know that it was something that happened within me that made me not to want anything other than killing myself at that point So psychological factors that may contribute to mental illness to me include severe psychological trauma suffered as a child which could be emotional, physical or sexual abuse. Some of us have been abused by our uncles, some of us have been abused by our friends or our family members, anything but we've been sexually abused by someone very close to us. And the most painful part of this is people who abuse people sexually are actually the closest people because a stranger won't walk up to you and abuse you sexually it has to be someone very close to you someone that you trust i'm really disappointed that some people actually derive pleasure abusing others like you have to be a very very bad person for you to sexually abuse a child like it has to be that terrible let's not forget that everyone has mental health just the same way everyone has physical health the same way we complain about how we feel physically should be the same way we should complain if we have anything that we're dealing with emotionally i want you to know that when you hear the word mental health it doesn't just mean someone who is crazy it means our emotions it means our thoughts and it also means our feelings it means our ability to solve problems and it also means our ability to overcome difficulties it means our social connections and lastly mental health means our understanding of the world around us we all have days that we feel a bit down i do have those days like a lot there are days where my depression kicks in there are days where my anxiety is like on another level like it's so high that I feel like I can't even breathe when it starts. 
so there are those days like there are days that we feel stressed out or of or overwhelmed by something that has happened in our lives some of us beat ourselves about the mistakes we've made in life but i am here now to tell you that it is okay to feel that once in a while but what is not okay is you letting those things you've been through or letting those adversities you're facing in life to determine who you become in the future you're not supposed to let it bother you to the point that you cannot function as a human being you can't function to the best of your ability you're not supposed to do that you're supposed to endure it and you're supposed to find ways around being the best version of yourself is very very important a good mental health is about living and coping well despite all your problems as a person so i want you to know that it is very possible to have poor mental health but no mental illness as it is entirely possible to have good mental health with a diagnosis of a mental illness and this is because mental illness are often episodic in nature and when i say episodic i mean they come and go they come in episodes they could be very low today and then they could be extremely high tomorrow like it's just something that it's only a psychologist that can really really explain to us in depth it's just something that we just need to understand as human beings that this mental illness is come in episodes so it's just for you to find a way around understanding yourself as a human being understanding your emotions and finding ways to put them in check when it's necessary and you know talking about mental health related issues in this part of the world is considered a taboo mental health is like just that topic that people shy away from people i feel like we don't really talk about it not because we don't know it but because we're constantly told that when you complain it shows that you're weak it shows that you want to challenge a certain way of life that has been lived by generations you get so our forefathers our mothers our parents have all been taught that you have to be patient yes i'm not disputing that fact you have to be patient in life but at the same time you have to own up to how you feel emotionally or psychologically you have to come out and say look i need help i am depressed and the only way we can do that is by talking about mental health that's the only way we can help people who are actually in need of help right now that's the only way we can actually help people who are depressed people who are suffering from anxiety people who are suffering from any form of mental illness this is the only way we can support them to show them love to show them that they are not alone i feel like the only way we can support people suffering from any form of mental illness is by talking about what mental health is in general we have to talk about it we have to talk about the signs we have to talk about the solutions we also have to talk about the challenges they go through as individuals and we also have to talk about what could possibly go wrong if we don't talk about mental health related issues in Nigeria In the course of my research I have found out that there are two things in common that people who suffer from any form of mental illness have First of all is that they did not ask for it and secondly is that they sure do not deserve this So if anyone listening to me is going through anything I urge you to please 
hanging there. Like, I can't imagine how you feel right now. But I can only tell you that I have been there. Like, I've had a worse or similar situation than you have right now. So, just hang in there and you'll get through this. I promise. So, let's talk about the causes of poor mental health. Number one cause is childhood abuse or trauma. It could also be experiencing discrimination and stigma. The third is social isolation or loneliness. This could trigger uh, mental illnesses such as depression and anxiety. Another cause is losing someone you love. Then another one we have is if you have drug or alcohol misuse. Another cause could be domestic violence or bullying. You'll find out that people who go through domestic violence tend to have a lot of things to be bothered about. And then another cause of poor mental health can be social disadvantage. It could be poverty or debt. If you're owing someone, you tend to have anxiety. You worry yourself too much. If care is not taking you, you even be depressed in that process. Another one is when you're having a long-term physical condition. This could be people who have any form of disability. It could be any sickness that requires a lot of care and attention. Another sickness could be HIV. Those people who have HIV and AIDS, we all know that a lot of people discriminate them till date. So that could also trigger a mental illness. And there's only one reason why mental health is important as far as I am concerned. It's actually because mental health affects our daily lives. It affects our relationships and it also affects our physical health. For me, that's the only reason why mental health is important. And I feel like this one reason has covered a lot of things because it affects every single one of us. Mental health is very important because it's something that you can't hide from. It's something that it could happen to anyone. So while we're creating awareness, I want you to know that my own way of fighting against stigmatization is by talking freely about my own mental health and by embracing my journey as I do it. So if you're going through anything, do not hesitate to follow my page on Instagram. It's Yana Podcast underscore. So if you're listening to this and you're going through something or you know someone who is going through any form of mental illness or going through any difficult time please do not hesitate to recommend help for the person try to recommend my podcast as a way of making the person know that that person is not alone and you can feel free to message me on instagram or twitter if you have any questions if you have any topic you want us to talk about if you just really want to talk if you need someone to talk to my DM is the right place to do that. I will definitely give you a listening ear. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will do more in the future, inshallah. And I can't wait to do more with you guys. Please don't forget to subscribe. Share with someone who needs this. And stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you so much. Bye. Mm-hmm.